Hello, this is Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to the Ministry Moments Podcast. Hello, this is Dr. Bob Gray Sr. Welcome to Ministry Moments. And I hope you'll join me each week, Ministry Moments and uh, Friday. My chair keeps sliding back here. Looks like I'm in Hawaii, doesn't it, with that background? <laughs> um, but if you'll uh, every Friday join us at three o'clock Central Time, and very practical, tab A, slot B, I like practical things. So let me talk to you today about organization. Organization. Years and years and years ago, another de- several decades ago, I was preaching in St. Louis with an evangelist, a dear friend, love him dearly. And he, he preached a sermon, and then he said in the sermon, he said, we're organizing the Holy Spirit out. And uh, we got in the car, and he began to ask me, Did, would, you, would you think of the sermon? I said, well, I, I, I disagreed with you. Shocked him. <laughs> he said, well, with what? I said, uh, I believe we organize the Holy Spirit in, not out. He said, well, chapter and verse, please. I said, well, Okay. So I took him to Ezekiel in the Valley of Dry Bones. And I said, uh, God put the bones together, put the sinew, the flesh. And once the form was there, then he, he breathed into it. So no form, no filling. And they became a, it became a great army. I, honestly, there's 168 hours in the week. And if you don't schedule your life and be in control of your life, you have no control. Um, my wife has a, a statement. I wish I had thought of it. But she said, you'll never make history until you know history. And she's right. Now, no form, no filling. Um, I believe that we organize the Holy Spirit in. We don't organize the Holy Spirit out. The word church in the Bible is ecclesia called out body of baptized believers. Acts chapter 2, verse 1, on the day of Pentecost, there were about 120 short men up a room. God poured out his spirit on them. On them, not the ones that weren't there, but the ones that were there. So God's not worried about the people who don't show up. He's worried about the people who do show up. So when you stop and think about it, no form, no filling. There'd have been no Pentecost if they hadn't been there, if they hadn't been a called out body of baptized believers. It wasn't the people who didn't show up that made a difference, it's the people who did show up. So no form, no filling. We're going to talk about organization now, okay? Let me give you some thoughts. Number one, do today what someday you want to do. Do today what someday you want to do. Um, first church that Mrs. Gray and I were at, Faith Baptist Church, Bourbon, Illinois, a great pastor there now, doing a great job. But when we went there, we had 40 drive in and 50 on the bus, had the three buses, and had 50 come in on the buses. Well, we were 90 or 100 on a Sunday morning. And uh, I... Uh, I, I made sure that I had ushers. I made sure I told that choir, we had a 15 boys choir, God bless them. Maybe not that much. I probably ought to ask my wife, she could tell me. But I, when I talked to the choir, I said, I want you to pretend like there's 10,000 people out here. I want you to see the importance of uh, uh, dressing right, walking in on time, uh, following the direction of the, of the song leader, the, the choir director. And, uh, and so on. And so I organized the service. I organized the ushers. I organized the choir. I organized the service. 
Um, that's why I went back uh, and I did it in Texas too, but I wrote a, on the songbook, AM, PM, Wednesday night, or one of them I want to do, practice this on, on a Wednesday night, learn this, in other words. So no form, no filling. Organization is absolutely essential if you want God's blessing. I'm just telling you, you have to have organization. Now, do today what someday you want to do. Number two, second thought, organize services as if running 10,000 when running 50. Organize services as if running 10,000 while running 50. Now, me, I like the idea of the ushers having the same quote so that they're, they're, they're notice, noticeable and their name, name tag. I like that. That shows that we're prepared. I like to have hostess and hostesses at the door. So when people come in, they come in and say, well, these, these people were expecting us to come. And I like that organization. I like, I don't like dead spots. You know, recently I've run into churches where they sing two congregationals in a, in a, in a row. That never worked if I was pastoring, never. Um, I had it scheduled down and we didn't sing two congregations numbers in a row. We didn't do it. We we're not going to do it. I, I want the service to move, no dead spots. We got ready to pray. The singers that were going to sing the special would come up and they would be there all ready to go. Uh, and they would dress alike. Yeah, they would. And I want them to. And I want them to hold their microphone a certain way. You say, boy, you're kind of fanatic about it. Well, you know, I kind of enjoyed the blessings, you know. <laughs> the last year we baptized 4,464 people. That's not bad, is it? And uh, went from 159 and our Sunday schools are running 2,000. And 10,000 members plus uh, we couldn't find 8,000 of them. The IRS was looking for them. I'm still looking for them. <laughs> find them. But boy, we had the blessings of God. Listen, let me tell you something. The services were exciting. Sunday night was powerful. Uh, Sunday morning, Sunday night, all those people were getting saved. We only had one Sunday night in 30 years that we didn't baptize. My kids have never seen a Sunday without converts saved and baptized, never there. All the Sundays, they, they were uh, in the, under the gray roof. And after they left and, and were here for a while, no, 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 no. They, they, I want the power of God. I want good people to get saved. I want to, I, I desire it. And uh, so do today, I'm talking about organization now. Do today what someday you want to do. Next, uh, uh Organized services as if running 10,000 when running 50. Next, Sunday school, organize your Sunday school. Organize your Sunday school. Get my course on Sunday school through IBOC, Independent Baptist Online College. And I've taught three courses on, on this, and, and it's in depth. But you get that Sunday school uh, lesson and get it, take it. Good for you. Good for you. But Sunday school must be organized, it must be departmentalized. It must have small classes. It must have weekly teachers and workers meetings. And you must have a fall, a spring and fall camp, Sunday school campaign, Sunday school push. Those are some things that are just necessary, but you've got to organize. And this being lackadaisical and just let, let the wind blow you wherever you're going to go is not going to get the job done. It's not going to do it. The great churches that I've known were organized. I'll not tell you the name of this church, but you listen to the story. I, I was asked if I'd consider taking a church to pastor, and it was up north. And uh, 
<clears throat> and I mean, a, a great pastor, great man of God, great friend. We preached together. He preached for me. I preached for him. Loved being with him. And uh, one day he, he said, I, I think God may want you to take this work over. And I was young. I mean, just here, the, the things were popping. Things were happening here. And uh, so I, I flew up, preached for him in a tent. And we talked. And I asked him, um, now I'm not trying to hurt anybody here, but, but please let us know what I'm about to say. I asked him if I could get a copy of his, of his uh, budget. And he said, budget, budget, I don't have a budget. I said, well, how do you, how do you run the, the finance? Oh, he says, what comes in goes out. And he said, all these years, many decades, all these years, God's blessed. Never, we pay our bills, pay our bills on time. But I have no budget, no budget, no budget. Now, freak me. <laughs> I, I believe in a budget. I believe, first of all, church ought to vote on it, so it gives me authorization to do what I'm doing. I don't want to get myself in trouble. I don't want them to get in trouble. And now, today, as of the videotape, as a videoing of this uh, Ministry Moments and the Ministry Moments uh, podcast, that church doesn't exist. So you see, he gave it to somebody who didn't, didn't uh, organize it either, and it died. If you want something for the next generation, if your grandchildren have a church like what you need, you better organize. You you better you better do it. Um, now, uh, number, number one, do today what someday you want to do. Number two, organize services as a run as if you're running ten thousand when you're running fifty. Yeah. Uh, number three, uh, organize your Sunday school, departmentalize, small classes, uh, weekly teachers and workers meeting, spring and fall campaign. Number four, schedule and obey the schedule. Schedule and obey the schedule. I remember one, one year at the Solding Clinic, we had a Solding Clinic, 29 years we held the Solding Clinic. And uh, somebody on a Wednesday morning wanted to change some things uh, for probably good reasons. And I said, nope, 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 leave it the same. I'm not going to start fooling with it. I, I can't, I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. So we'll leave everything the same. Now, whether maybe they had a better idea than what I had, but it was something we planned and I'm not going to, not going to do that. If I start that, I'll have to start changing everything for everybody. It feels like something different ought to be done. So we're talking about organization. Do today what someday you want to do. Organize services as if running 10,000 when you're running 50. Number three, organize your Sunday school. Number four, schedule and obey the schedule, your weekly schedule, 160 hours in a week, or however you lay it out. Obey it, obey it, obey it. Stay after it, stay after it. Now, there's going to be sometimes you schedule something. <laughs> Can I tell all about myself? Well, one year we had an uh, army campaign. And uh, man, we we had it all. We had uh, people dressed up in uh, uniforms, and we had at the gate uh, to get in. You know, we had the uh, opening of the gates and closing the gates. Well, we, do you know what happened? That was the year that Waco <laughs> happened. And uh, oh my goodness, we had worked so hard to get everything just right to to, to the nuance of it. You know, to get it to where it looked like an army. <laughs> oh man, the local papers went after us. People went after us. It was too late. I, I couldn't go back and just, you know, a week before the conference, tear everything up, start all over again. 
And so I remember saying, well, good or bad, <laughs> here we are. And it was a great clinic. It turned out to be a great, a great clinic, even though it caused a little bit of a stir in town. That's good for them. Shake them up every once in a while. We're talking about organization. Do today what Sunday you want to do. Uh, organize services as if running 10,000 when you're only running 50. Uh, Sunday school, organize your Sunday school. Schedule and obey your schedule. Next, you may build without organization. Listen to the statement now. You may build without organization, but you cannot maintain what you have built or make it better without organization. Let me say it again. You may build without organization, but you cannot maintain what you have built or make it bigger without organization. Now, it's like that dear man of God. Oh, dear man of God, he's in heaven now. But no, no budget, no budget, no budget. And, uh, and had a unified service too. No Sunday school, unified service. Now, worked fine for him, but boy, when he died, it died. So I'm just saying to you, no form, no filling. Um, the last point, aren't you proud of me? We're done here. The last point, organize for the future. Organize for the future. You're or, what you're organizing now will outlive you. Um, now, somebody may mess it up, and I understand that, but you're organizing for the future. I want there to be a church uh, there. I want there to be a man of God there. I want there to be a Sunday school. I want there to be a bus ministry. I had 40 bus routes when I was pastoring in Texas. I, I want there to be all of that. Now, it may not be, and it may go belly up. Forest Hills Baptist Church doesn't exist today. Highland Park Baptist Church, great, Dr. Lee Robertson. It doesn't exist today. Uh, Emmanuel Baptist Church, Dr. Tom Alum, that doesn't exist today. But I'm just saying, give them a chance. And I think now all, all, when all those people changed things, when they started changing things, it was in the same organization. And what happened was it depleted, went down, and doesn't exist. So if you want this thing to go on, hopefully in the future, I'm not saying it's a guarantee. Not saying it at all, because somebody can get in there and mess up and do some crazy stuff and it'll hurt the time to say it, but you sure give them a better opportunity um, because they, they know, study the bulwarks, the Bible says, and they studied it. And uh, the churches that are successful and have been, keep on going, are the ones just for your sake, organize. If, for, if you say, I don't care about the future, okay, all right, I understand it. Organize for your future to make sure there's something there for you when you get old. Um, so very important. It's, it, it is a shame when the old man dies and, and everybody dies with it or goes some other direction. It's, it is sad. It is sad. And, and Brother House is right. He said every generation is going to have to redefine fundamentalism. And I understand that. Uh, you just make sure you define it properly. Don't re redefine it in a bad way because it's going to show up and the uh, and the blessings will not be there, but the burdens will. God bless you. Minister Moments podcast, Minister Moments YouTube, uh, three o'clock every Friday. Join me, and I'll try to chat with you. How's that? That's what liberals say. I want to chat with you for a little bit, and hopefully I'll be able to share some things before I croak and go to heaven. Yes, I'm going to heaven when I die, and maybe I can do something to help you in your generation. God bless you. Join me again next Friday, three o'clock Central Time.